listening to Putting Up with Aaron Michael Marsh. Narf. How's that? It's just, I think the way he died was obviously the most ironic, crazy thing. Which they didn't cover how he died in the movie. How he died, like, I think who else? Wasn't there another movie with the actor who played Tony Soprano? Where he was, like, taking a dump? And he, like... Yeah, like, um, James Candelfini. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember which movie. I feel like he dies in almost every movie he's in. <laughs> he just had that look on his face. I'm not going to live long. Yeah, I don't live long. It was could have been the cannolis. Oh, oh it's definitely part of the way, for sure. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't... Cannolis. Wait, angry mafia people and diabetes? <laughs> yeah. You're running from everything. Everything. <laughs> You're running from food, and I'm watching you eat it in every movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Have you ever worried about that? You're like, I'm going to get cast in a thing where I have to eat. Oh, no. I thought you were going to talk about dying while taking a dump. <laughs> no, no. Which I have worried about that before. Really? You're worried about dying while taking a dump? Well, I'm also... How intense like, are your dumps? You're like, I'm close dude. to death every time. <laughs> dude, every time I dread it. No, it's... Uh, I got... I'm highly lactose intolerant. I've got a lot Me of too. food allergies. And so it's just one of those things that where somebody... I hate like when I go out and people think that I'm just doing it to be like healthy or whatever. And mm-hmm. it is obviously it's good to not have it, but I was they if there's a little bit they're like, "Oh, well there's not much in that. It's just butter. You can have butter, right?" You're like, "No. Like I can't have milk like that comes, you know, from the tea, let alone can I have moldy milk? Okay, so <laughs> you know? you're better than I am at this because I can get away with like one slice of pizza, not two. Oh, no. I'm like, I can't even look at it. Oh, okay, yeah. So you bad. got it worse. Yeah, it's Because I make the choice. Like, I'll have ice cream at night if I'm going to bed because then I'll just wake up with a stomach ache and take care of it. Yeah. Um, But I can't do it in the afternoon. You'll if I have ice cream in the night. afternoon, yeah, it wrecks my night. Yeah. Well, you got to go with the you got to go with the alternative options. The coconut milk uh, ice creams are pretty good. The oat milk ice creams are great. Oat milk ice creams are great. Yeah. Oat milk great um, in general, very creamy. Yeah, I uh, love it. Yeah, although because this is the word oat in it, I'm like, oh, am I going to regret how many carbs this is? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oats, oat, oat milk. I tried to make some once. It did not come out like. <laughs> just kind of tasted like. Like, imagine if, if you were making oatmeal, and then you just strain the water before cooking it. That's all I, that's the only way I would think to do it. That's what it came out of my Is that what you just did? It wasn't creamy, it wasn't rich. I, we had a whole strainer and a fucking thing, it, it didn't come out. Because I can't right. imagine you can cook it at a high temperature, because then you get oatmeal. It has to be cold oatmeal. enough that it doesn't become oatmeal. Yeah, I don't, I don't but think I. But get stripped. Yeah, I don't think I did the process right. You're like, no, instead I just made five gallons of oatmeal. Oat. Like water, <laughs> like it wasn't milk. There was no nothing milky about it. That's gross. It looked like mer- like dish water. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't recommend trying that at home unless you've exactly done the research. Wait, so how long have I known you? Probably like almost ten years. I know, right? Weird. A decade. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, it just happens at the on the patio at the comedy store, signing up for the mics. Yeah. Doing the rat race, trying to get up. Did I get yeah, up? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we got to run the meltdown. I didn't get up. Oh, I missed that run. That's right. Run. Yeah, because if you don't go, you run straight over to meltdown because there was only enough time. 
it was like 20 minutes from when yeah. you find out you don't go to the comedy store to go to the meltdown to sign up for their thing to find out you don't get up there either. And then you're like, all right, rock, paper it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just across the street. And then you're like. I would go to Melody Lounge. It was Melody my favorite Lounge. after that. It was a place in Chinatown. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it was run by like Rachel Mack or something. Okay. It was one of those sort of things. And I was like, yep, doing that now. Dude, I would do the, um, what was it? Because that would usually be the Monday. Because they would do revolving buckets, which I loved. They would do a bucket for like the first people that showed up. And if you weren't the first list, you go into the next list. So you, you know that you're only competing with the people you saw when you got in. Okay. And then after it's like 10, 15 people to get another bucket. So you don't, you can't fall all the way down. That's good. Yeah, it was brilliant. Because it can be terrible when you're waiting somewhere hours and hours. And then some dipshit just shows up and he's like, boom, he's on. You're like. That was my, I would say, falling out with the comedy store. And it's not the comedy store's fault at all. Was There was like a month where I did like four spots on Mondays. And I got up zero times all four spots for a month. And I was like, I'm done with Mondays. Yeah. I'm not doing this. I'm not I'm not putting myself through this anymore. Well, you wait, you wait, and you get all excited, you know? Like, when you're yeah. waiting to go up, it's like, the only thing worse than that but is But you're like, I didn't even bumped. get better. Because, like, getting bombing, at least, you're like, I can learn from a bomb. Yeah. I can't learn from being told there's no time. Yeah, sorry, bro, you're not. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's cool. <laughs> just, just yeah. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you at least got in. Yeah, 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 got in, Um, did that whole thing. Tommy? Uh, was it Tommy that got you in? Tommy. Yeah, that was the Tommy days. The Tommy days, man. And how long did you work the door for? Mm, a year or so. Something yeah. like that. I'll be honest. Yeah. When you left the door position, did you, the perks of being a door guy stay or did they disappear? Well, they slowly disappeared. It, yeah. At first they were fine and then it became... Well, then they started getting more and more like every door guy has to get up, which... Obviously, didn't I thought it was great. Time. Didn't happen in my time. I mean, shit, when we were like... That didn't happen at all until like three years ago, four yeah, years ago. Yeah, then they were like, finally, because I remember having times where I was like, why the fuck do you think I'm working back here? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, I, gotta, I don't fucking get up. Like, what? Um, Part of the game, man. I remember there was a podcast. I don't remember who was that said it. Maybe like Eleanor or something. It was somebody who had a long legacy at the comedy store. Was like, I don't understand why you'd want to be a door guy. You yeah. get you're right here next to greatness, but they never put you up. Yeah, and then he's like, even the, she says something like, "If you look at the people who got past and whose names are on the wall, that didn't happen, and their development didn't happen until they left as a door guy." Yeah, you know, because everyone pointed at Mark Marin, and it was like two weeks later, like whoever heard that was like, "Okay, we're gonna change that." Yeah, that's great because it was something that yeah, you was like you're working there, but now too, like also when I was there. It was at the rebuild time and like in a sense to where a lot of like bigger comics weren't really going there that much. Yeah, which you is know? the time period I hung out there the most. Yeah. Because I could watch the shows. Could watch the shows. And like but now it's like you've got so many more uh, prominent comedians coming through there and then they're taking the door guys on the road and they're like mm -hmm. doing that whole thing, you know, um, which is good. And I think that that's like helping, you know. Yeah. I mean, before now, it was like only Bobby Lee would do that. Bobby Lee, yeah. Oh, and Polly. Polly. Um, yeah, it was very far and few between of like the whole, but everybody was hoping someone was going to come in and take them on the road, you know? Yeah, exactly. Everybody's like, oh, is it, is Which, did that ever happen to you? Um, not really. Right. No. <laughs> it's happened to me a couple times, and it's not as fun as it's cracked up to be. 
Yeah, unless you're like, if you're on the road with fucking Bill Burr, yeah, it's gonna be fucking amazing. You're gonna like just being an opener, you know, like you're gonna fucking roll in there. It's a giant theater. Yeah, there's about you three know? people where you're like, oh, Burt Kreischer's here. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're like, and some people, yeah, they have just those giant crowds. But I mean, the oh, the whole comedy thing is just a grind in general. Yeah, it really you know? is. It's not easy. It's not. I mean. The whole comedy, just doing stand-up yeah. and developing your act is mission impossible. Yeah. Second, what was he, he goes, yeah. what was on the new Top Gun? He was like, this is the first, uh, what do you say, um, what was it, what was it, Miracle. Mm-hmm. You had to go through miracles. That's miracle number one. <laughs> miracle number two <laughs> is then um, mani- like working through the game yeah. to get those spots to be able to be in those opportunities. That's Miracle 2. Miracle 3 is like, okay, well, shit, I need to get on TV. That'll help me boost mm-hmm. my stand-up. It's like, okay, can I find an agent? That's that's the next miracle. The miracle after that is, are you getting auditions? Then the miracle after that is, are you booking the auditions? So many. And then the other miracle is, you're not a creep and trying to, like, touch women or something like that. Well, the crazy it's thing like, about that miracle... You also not being a psychopath. But that miracle doesn't surface till years later. Yeah, We're watching current miracles just go yeah. out there and you're like, wait, why are they even... There was one person specifically, I'm like, if you made it, you'd be canceled tomorrow. 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 You've already creeped out enough people that you can just call yourself canceled before they have to cancel yeah, you. Yeah, just do just, it before it goes to the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight mile yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Just I'm canceling myself for a couple weeks. Get my shit in order before I do anything else, and then I'm gonna make my run. Yeah, because it seems like there is a certain percentage. It's a low percentage. It's like three yeah. percent that come into comedy to be a creep. Oh, it's the I buy a motorcycle to fuck chicks type thing. It's, <laughs> it's just but I can't afford the motorcycle. Can't afford the motorcycle. Get a moped. They'll still jump on. You know, like yeah. it's just like go for smaller girls. Do shit because you like it. You know, obviously there is this thing. Like I feel like everyone's always doing shit to get laid. Yeah, you know, like oh, oh. it's a huge part of life. Yeah, it's like whatever I do, it's like oh, I'm gonna be like look at how many like Hollywood like. Like just people in Hollywood, mm-hmm. pretty much every profession, you know, even the bartenders, like, I'm trying to get a job at this club. I'm going to be slinging mm-hmm. the drink. He's going to be the bartender that is constant. He shakes your drink way too much. Yeah. You know, the guy <laughs> just back and forth. He's got the tight shirt. Well, yeah, he's got to show the biceps. Yeah. The biceps. He's, try- he's doing it so much. That he's hoping the veins start popping out. And then by the time you get your drink, you're like, dude, is this the oat milk you made out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's an oat milk uh, margarita. Yeah. You're like, how did that, how did this get so hard? There's a lime in it. There's <laughs> a full lime. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even cut it. Yeah, yeah, didn't cut it. Just threw it in there. He's like, oh, make more noise. Rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> yeah, those guys are the worst. That's why what you got to do is tell them to stir. <laughs> like when James Bond said shaking, non-stirred, I'm like, dude, he's never been to a club in L.A. He, he would have got a water, a water. Well, gin. he's British. <laughs> yeah. That's why he can say that. Cause he was like going to pubs. Mm-hmm. He was going to actual places around him to deal with that. Well, they shook it like twice and gave it to you. Like, yeah. no. Oh, if James Bond lived in Los Angeles, it would be completely different except for the cars. The cars would be 100% exactly the same, but he would have like blonde frosted tips and shit. <laughs> oh, he would just be uh, a douchebag. Yeah. He'd be a douche. He'd be like shaking, like fucking never stirred, bruh. No cap. <laughs> when he would try to get into the club to like 
sneak in to talk to the mafia guy, they'd be like, no, out of the kitchen. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Also, what's with the sparkly shoes, man? Could see you a mile away. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to sneak up on somebody in sparkly shoes? Get out of here. You can't do that, man. Um, By the way, James Bond, one of my favorite ever franchises. James Bond is an insane franchise. I've thought about this a lot, especially like going through like, because in my mind, I had this stupid thought like during pandemic. So you went down a rabbit hole because you had nothing better to do. You're like, Pokemon's got to be the most profitable thing of all time. I think it is. Probably is. Well, it's got a lot to catch up to because Pokemon's also within our lifetime. And so you're like, what is even competable? And you're like, really, Star Wars and James Bond at that point. Star Wars and James Bond. I mean, what else? I mean, because that's the only thing. There's not a franchise that has more movies than James Bond. No, it's got quite a few. Star Trek, did, it's not up there, though. It's not that. It's not the same. It's not Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars is, I mean, all the Disney shows. Well, yeah. Well, I. the crazy thing about that, as I've thought about this, too, is there's more Disney TV show time now than there was movies. Yeah. In only three or four years, they've eclipsed the amount you can take in on TV shows than, than they did for movies. It's crazy. I love it. I love these, like, 45 hour long shows i wish they were like an hour but like these types of shows like they really kind of started like when we were little with even like the sopranos and stuff like that these like hour long dramas that are pretty much movies yeah sopranos changed it it was where we went we can do movie quality for tv yeah and like everyone was like but why and then sopranos was so good they're like oh and now everything is going that way well too like you remember like in the game Miracle number six. No, it's booking the movie. But then once you became a movie star, so you would do TV. Yeah. Then you would book a movie and you'd be like, fuck you, TV. I'll never see you again. I'm not a loser. And like, that's all you did was movies. But that's back when, you know, box office just made stupid money. DVD sales, VHS. You're getting an extra two million on the, uh, in your contract on the DVD purchases. Um, Yeah. And now there's none of that. And so many people now it's like, you can get the biggest people. You can get Brad Pitt to do a TV show if it's right. Yeah. Like, like people will do it. Unlike they, back in the day, they never would. Yeah, it was because we get everything through the same screen now anyways. Right. There's no allure to any of it. Yeah. Or shall I say there's allure in all of it is really what changed it. It's true. Because, like, people look at their favorite TikTok star the same way they look at a movie star now. Which is crazy. Yeah. We need to fix that. Maybe I mean, we're, maybe we're boomers. I don't know. You say we need to fix that unless that's what takes you off. And then I'm like, yeah. no, go for, no, go for TikTok. TikTok. That's go like for Alex. Got on TikTok at the right time. Classic miracle number five. <laughs> no, but that's the classic too. Like with like, it is part of like the modern day miracles is going viral, going viral. Would and then be making a, a machine yeah. that regularly goes viral. Yeah. That's, that's the miracles. That's getting a movie role now. Right. And you just keep going. Well, now they'll put you in movies just because you have a big fan base like yeah all on your own so it's pretty cool which makes getting in the movie not the miracle not the miracle no the miracle was what they needed to do to get to the movie yeah exactly which is crazy yeah although that next miracle is the movie has an impact on culture yeah the next that movie has to be good yeah and and um then from there i feel like it's boom 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 you never know where you can go Although the fun part about stand-up is it cannot have an impact on culture and still have an f- effect on your stand-up career. Yeah, stand-up is just, it's the purest of the art forms, you know? It's the only thing that makes sense to me as an artist where you can go, hey, I get better at this art, and so then I progress and get on to better art. And then in between projects, I have a thing I do that people come and see. Yeah, oh, that's the thing. Consistency in the middle. 
Well, that's the big thing now, too, because you do make less money in entertainment now in a lot of ways. You yeah. have to do a lot more shit to, to keep bringing in those millions now because people are streaming. They're not they're not purchasing as much, you know, um, like no one like when we were kids, like, dude, my mom had like the Seinfeld DVD fucking mm-hmm. collection. Like nobody's doing that shit anymore. You know, but to me, that's like what. The retirement plan almost is, and it's not becoming Seinfeld. It's like getting a part on Seinfeld is enough where it's like, oh, Aaron can always sell 200 tickets. Exactly. So in my 50s and my 60s, like that's the retirement plan is to go out there and just do whatever I need to do for that. Well, that's what the influencers, and that's what kind of sucks with the comedy game is when people go, how do I monetize my fan base? Mm-hmm. And you, they, we've seen two new routes. Everyone wants to try to do stand-up. So you put asses in seats, you make money. It's all about putting Which asses in seats. Which is gross. Spickable. <laughs> if Brandon <laughs> Schaub is listening, which he does, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, and then you also have the other thing, which is one of my other favorite um, arts is martial arts. Now you have the people being like, "Well, I'm a boxer now." The Pauls, the this, yeah. like they're boxers now because they're like, "Well, can't do." I think they did try stand up before, but it's like, "Oh, this isn't working." It's like, "What can I do?" It's like, "I can go fight another guy like me." And people hate us all, and they just want to see one of us get knocked out. I do find what he's doing amazing and fascinating like that, where he's like, I am hateable, I'm not in the boxing thing, but I can sell more pay-per-view tickets. Yeah, he's and just, just independently put on his own pay-per-views that are outselling boxing. Which is crazy, like, um, and also, too, yeah, him becoming that vil- villain that everybody... Mm-hmm. Like even I mean there he was doing some podcast some interview it was one of the bigger ones I don't I don't know the name of it but the guy just leaned over to him he's like you know not trying to be an asshole but he's like I want to see you get knocked out yeah you know and it, and it was like of course like who doesn't want to see the Paul brothers both of them yeah get, everybody like, wants to see them get knocked out cleaned. they they are aware of it that's what they're that's what they're selling their tickets for exactly which I think is also brilliant yeah to it like because you can easily mope about the position they're in. Yeah. And they go, well, I don't want to mope about it. I do want to gloat about it, which makes them even matter. Let's sell tickets. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. So if you woke up tomorrow, hated, would you sell a pay-per-view and be like, well, at least, let me at least get 50 million out of it? If I could, fuck, if I could do that. Loved, hated, mm-hmm. in between. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Fuck it, man. Like, at the end of the day, you know, they are making their bread or whatever as long as they're not... Scummy, although I have heard some weird stuff with them and underage girls at parties back in the day. So, I don't know. Um, obviously, like... I mean, they don't come off as people making good choices. No. <laughs> no no one's no one likes the Paul brothers for their morality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not looking at them for their brilliant insight in life. Yeah. They are hiring themselves to get punched in the face. Let's not... That is true. Yeah, like no one, there's not a businessman behind that that's like, we need that. There's no Colonel Tom Parker for that guy. Colonel Tom. <laughs> I saw the talent in him. Although so, WWE signed one of them. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it was the the older brother, the Logan, right? They're the same person to me. I don't. I can't tell yeah. them apart. They look the same. Logan's they act the, the same. bigger one. He's taller. I mean, I don't, they're both pretty tall to me, man. And also Jake has the huge underbite. Oh. He's got the underbite. I like a good underbite. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now. Underbites creep me out, man. Really? They make them look like a little dog. They're a little pit bull. It kind of creeps me out, though. Logan Paul. Creeps my girl out, too. 
I could do Good. like hitting on her with an underbite. Like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> it's just something about the jaw just says, I'm into some shady shit, you know? Yeah. It's weird because like in my mind, I'm like, someone's hitting on her? And then you're like, oh, I guess uh, if you're not around, I could see that happening, you know? Like, No, dude. Dudes will, man, dudes, it's crazy how like. They'll just hit on her in front of you? Dude, sometimes. I used to have that a bunch and I was blaming my, my shortness on that. No, dude. Which I, I don't do a lot in things, but every now and then you're like, that guy just sized me up and said nah, and then just hit on her in front of I've me. I've had dudes that were just like, you're thinking like, you know, come up to my belly button. Mm-hmm. And like, we That's were having me. a good time. <laughs> no, no. We're like having a good time, like hanging out. Next thing you know, I could, like, this guy's clearly hitting on my girl in front. I'm like, like, one, like the balls. Like, yeah. You should be scared. They don't care. <laughs> Some people will just do it. You're like, holy. I was telling my, because my buddy, I was talking to him about this. And like, how many people, even that are acquaintances with him, they're not like best friends or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But how many guys will just like slide into his girl's DMs? Like, guys that he like are kind of acquaintances, but they'll like message. She'll obviously show him. Yeah. Because she's like committed and not whatever. But it's like, it's like, ah, man. Because then it's like, yeah, I have no That's respect the relationship for this guy test anymore. with social media. It puts so much pressure on that. And if they're not willing to do that or like to like let you in on all of their world, yeah. You're like, media. oh, the relationship has to be more than social media, right? Because if it doesn't, I can't imagine a relationship lasting if the social media matters more than it. I feel like a lot of people that are like that, man. Yeah. They care about the social media. Oh, no. Yeah. It's been a problem in my relationships. Yeah. Like, especially, like, if it's, like, honestly, if it chick's wasn't- got, like, 100,000 followers minimum, mm-hmm. and she's in a thong and pasties every damn day. Like, me, I could never date anyone like that. But two, not nothing, no knock against them. Do yeah. your own thing. But sure. me, personally- I don't want my chick just naked. I don't, everybody just pull up. When I, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's like if I'm, like, hanging out, it's like, oh, she's like, oh, you want to see her tits? Just, like, pull out a phone. It's like, there you go. Like, yeah, anybody can get a peek. You know? I had to block my last girlfriend while I was dating her. Where I was That's like. Crazy. You're like, I don't even want to see. I can't see it. I can't. And she was <laughs> yeah. just like, what? And I was like, I can't watch my friends hit on you and you flirt with them on Instagram. Yeah. And then be like, oh, cool. And now we're hanging out. Like, it just drives me too crazy. I mean, you have every right to. Social media is a... I don't know. Like, part of me is like, am I being... Because that was the argument. Are you being am I being insecure? Am I being insecure? Am I being controlling? Because I also wasn't saying... Only once was I like, hey, change that caption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the caption was like, my boyfriend's staying at work late. Like, guess I'm just home dressed like this. And I was like, you need to change that caption. Yeah. I was like, no, no. Like, I don't care that the picture's up. I care that the caption's saying, come over right now. Yeah, my boyfriend's at work. Want to bang me? Yeah, that's that's when I had to block her. I was like, if this is the choice you're making, my choice is I need to not see this. Yeah, yeah, not see it. But yeah. Even, <laughs> like, pops up anyway, though. Like, like you just unfollow her, but it pops up, like, sponsored. Like, you know, you see, like, the sponsor. <laughs> Promoted? Yeah, yeah. You're just like, Promoted. wait, you paid money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. But I know, and I still have to think about that. You're like, did I respond to that correctly or not? Well, it's tough. It's like, you know, I get like anyone can do both, but it's like I'm not also like in every single photo shirtless, flexing my abs and like, mm-hmm. which exception and talking about follow oh. Alex's Instagram, look follow at his abs, Instagram, check out the abs, they're out there. They need a little work, okay? I gotta <laughs> tell you, I'm on a I'm on a cleanse. You see, I got the sparkling water. 
I'm trying to cleanse up right now. He's not as young as he used to be, but you can just scroll down to when he was that young. <laughs> <laughs> you can look up his pictures when he was single. Ab City. Ab City, you know. Um, that's great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, social media, man. And I've been doing a whole bit about, like, a chunk just about, like, all the things in social media. Like, one that I really hate is, like, like getting on there is just, like... Eh, you have to hear the classic. So I took my boyfriend to a park, and this is what it turned out to be. Like that voice, that TikTok voice. I can't handle. I it. can't fucking do it. And it turned out to be like this, mm-hmm. and it's all the same shit. That's the problem with yeah. social media for me. Yeah, and I don't want to be on it, but I also want to be in stand up. So I feel like I can't make the choice. Yeah, it's like you're in it, and you're just hey, you know, you suck. Yeah, because I also want to just be like, hey, by the way, I'm 40. So (laughs) this is what a 40-year-old man's TikTok looks like. Yeah, we're on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. It's like... um, It should be me walking past the cheese section with the Oh No song happening. You know, like it's... Oh No, No, No. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, when that starts happening. Or the the Inya. The Titanic. (laughs) Starts like getting all horrible. And then so you know someone's about to eat shit when that starts playing. (laughs) Yeah, and that's just me eating cheese. Just eating cheese and then being like, <laughs> And they're just like, wait, what? It's 12 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my reality versus my fantasy. Is me eating the food happily, and then the reality is me having to deal with the indigestion of the food. The indigestion. I got to tell you, man, I get, especially, you know what I get? I get heartburn from, like, a lot of tomato sauce. Yeah, I think everyone does. It's acidic. A lot of people don't. They just eat this shit, and I'm like, dude, I'm, like, burping up, like. But isn't it crazy? I've never seen somebody have a diet so bad they die. That's the worst part is you go, hey, everyone I know who eats terrible still is around every day. They just look worse. You got to watch. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But because we haven't gotten to that age yet where they start dropping. Dude, you got to watch my 600 pound life. If you've never (laughs) seen that. I can't. That stuff gives me anxiety. I couldn't watch hoarders. I can't watch a lot of. Oh, no, no, no. I can't. I could watch a little bit. Um, certain areas like, okay, on the 600 pound life, they start off. If that was a movie, I'd be kicked out for yelling at the TV. Oh yeah, dude. It's funny though, because these people always like, like they'll eat like, imagine like eating like, I don't know, three, four pizzas in a day and then being like, oh, I cut back. I've been working so hard. That's (laughs) the part that offends me so much is they go, hey. You know, like, at least I stopped putting butter on it. And you're like, what? Yeah, that's, that's not, not the work. choice you make. Yeah. And then on the other side, every one of them has an enabler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and the doctor now and the guy, he's like, you have an enabler? That's like the way he talks. Yeah. Who's your enabler? And you're like, no, this is part of the problem. No matter what the problem is, that everyone can see. Well, they always got a boyfriend around who's like 115 pounds. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the enabler. And you're just like, well, that's evil. Yeah, he's like 115 pounds. She's getting money from the state, right? Paying him to be like her care. She gets money for a caretaker, pays him. He doesn't want her to lose weight because then guess what? His little lazy ass got to go get a job, right? And or else because if she loses too much, you know, you don't get the. Her social media following goes up. Social media. (laughs) Might go down, man. There's a whole community for that. I know. It's weird. I don't know. Is that is that mean of me to say that that's weird? No, I mean I to watch somebody like have obviously bad behavior and for someone to be attracted to obviously like unhealthy behavior. 
I mean, how many like crazy alcoholic chicks are hot that you've seen? You've been attracted to. You're like, I mean, you know. When I was younger, I get it, but as an adult, you go, oh no, no, no. The red flags are real. Red flags are super real. They're very real. Like, yo, yeah, I could get involved in this person's life, but then I have to be in their life. And it's and once you get in someone's life, there's no like easy dismount. No, you're not just like, all right, we're gonna go ahead and call it's always it fiery. Yeah, no, exactly. Not like stopping a TV show that you don't like. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we just forget a couple episodes. Yeah. If you forget a couple episodes, they knock on the door and the episodes are there. Hey, are you okay? You haven't yeah, responded. Yeah, season six of Game of Thrones is like, where you been? You avoiding me? Yeah. Yeah, they do that with billboards. Yeah, what TV show are you watching now? Yeah. What TV show? Yeah, is it um, Sopranos? Oh, you went back to Sopranos? You're like, it was safe. Yeah, it was safe. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back because I know I like it, and sure, it had some flaws. And but we worked through that, and I accept the flaws in Sopranos. You do that, and I accept. You're the bringing flaws. up new flaws now, new problems, and I I'm not ready for that. That's funny. <laughs> um, great. so new faces happened yesterday. New faces did happen yesterday. They announced everybody. I never even know when that. It always hits me like a ton of bricks out of nowhere. To be like, wait, what? That's so, happening. Like, because they don't, like, announce, like, hey, we're announcing tomorrow. It's just all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you're like, oh, these are my 12 friends I won't see for, for two years now. Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, I... It's like a comedian milk carton. Where they're just like, this person's about to go missing. Missing. Dude, I did the whole shenanigans with them. And I had a... Um, one year I was, like, you know, talks with the people, manager. Mm-hmm. I, I, like... Blew the roof off the motherfucker two yeah. times in a row. Other agents that weren't even mine were like, man, dude, that was one of the best JFL cases, showcase I've seen forever. Didn't get it. And they were like, yeah, sure. And after that, man, I, I was like, I didn't even really want to submit, man. I felt like I should have. And I was just like, whatever. And so, like, I haven't even, like, attempted to try to even, yeah. like, deal with that. I'm just like, Why? Like emotionally, like I go through a whole emotional thing with it. I was talking to someone this morning about it where it was like, hey, absolutely everybody that New Faces has chosen in the time I've been doing comedy, I've loved. Like, so there's none of that. Yeah. I absolutely, like, I can't think of one that they have where I'm like, that piece of, like, none of them. Everyone I think yeah. is a piece of work hasn't gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that I'm saying that I don't have hate in my heart. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just haven't gotten the showcase. Uh, and so that on that token, you're like, well, I'm not, not mad at that. Yeah. But at the same time, you're also just like, am I not pretty enough? What do I need? Yeah, it's a whole thing, man. And 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 like a lot of times, it's kind of like, do it two more times, and then we'll. There's the kind of like, okay, your your time now to get it thing, and which I'm not really into. I'm, I'm into either. just like, yo, if I'm balling out, like I'm balling out. It's not like, yeah. okay, buddy, like go hold the jock the jock straps for these guys. So it's like they, how the NBA All-Star seems to never have a rookie. Yeah. So like, they're why? just like. You know how many rookies come in there and they're like the best of that season? No, exactly. You're like, no, John Morant earned it. He's better than yeah. some of the All-Stars there. Put yeah. him in. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole like in due time shit I've never been a fan of. I'm a fan of like. If you're fucking shit up and whatever you're doing. Yeah, if you're having the best year, put them in. Put them in. It's like a freshman, like, doesn't mean he shouldn't be the starting uh, varsity quarterback. Yeah, because also people get hot or not, you know? Like, why don't we want to see people at their peak? Yeah, exactly. That's true. But, you know, obviously with that said, they're like, call me up tomorrow. Hey, you want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, this is the best decision they make. They always make the right decision. <laughs> it's like like a TV show. You audition for a show. You get close to getting it. You're like, oh, my God, this show is going to be great. I like this. I, everything's great. And then you don't book it, and you're like, you know what? The show sucked, honestly. Like, <laughs> It was a shitty version of this one show that I also don't like. Well, the confusing thing to me about it, there's always two people that I'm like, I feel like they've already won the game. You know, you're yeah. like, you guys didn't do any research to figure these people out. You guys just, like, forgot to put them in in earlier years. Yeah, yeah. And then there's two people that are like, they're on the radar? Yeah. I had no evidence that you even knew who these people were. Yeah, exactly. Which also, like I said, I liked all of them, so I'm like, thank God. Yeah. So, like, I'll use an example of somebody I'm really proud of and loved for a long time is Aristotle. Mm-hmm. Aristotle's good. Did not know he was on the radar he was on. Always thought he deserved to be on the radar. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just like, he's hired by Saturday Night Live. And you're like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Jesus. You know who also always was like that with me was Sandro. Yeah. Sandro's always been like, I put him in a couple, I put him in like three things I've written and like really wrote a lot of stuff around him being able to be him. If Sandro popped the week I got into stand up 11 years ago, I'd be like, oh, that was time. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's still, like, I mean, like, uh, Guido Gagutz. Yeah, he's blown up. Has blown up, thank and God. And he just did a, um, I think he just did a film, too. So, I think he's about to have a lot of big, like, stuff I coming. think so, but I think about that a lot, like, where I'm at. I feel like, oh, no, I'm 10 years in, so the people that are coming in are kind of like, well, wait, why is Aaron still with us? Yeah. You're like, I don't know, maybe in 10 years it catches up. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah, it's just so interesting how what goes, what doesn't, it's a... Uh, the miracles, man. I know. And it's also exciting to watch the miracle. That's the worst part. Is that it's exciting to be close to the miracles? Because then you're like, oh, is there a way I can be less close to the miracles? Like, no, you want to be close. I'm like, I do. Yeah, I do want to be right there. <laughs> right there, man. But yeah. It's, it's like hearing the fireworks and not seeing them. Yeah, I just got a blindfold on. The whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the most beautiful firework I've ever seen. I don't know if you're talking to him. Describe the firework to me. Yeah, he's like, well, it was a lot of blue and red and green. and uh, Bright blue? Bright blue. And then it, like, did one of those things where it went down and then it went back up again. Oh, <laughs> How do they do that? I can't wait to see a firework. Dude, honestly, That's how do they do that like. with fireworks? I, it does blow my mind. Wait, how do, like, what, what part? Like, they, like, I guess the, like, animation that they can make with fireworks. Oh, the way they, I don't know how they do that. That's, yeah. It explodes and there's, like, like a, a dragon. smiley face. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, whoa. Yeah, that, I have no idea. Because someone told me, they're like, there's a computer chip in it. You're like, okay, but it still explodes and the computer chip didn't explode? And I only paid 15 bucks for this thing. <laughs> like, oh, that's <laughs> the other thing. Because I know how expensive they are. They get expensive now. Oh, the big ones are, like... Like hundred thousand, or like hundreds to like a thousand bucks for like the ones that they like will set off like. Yeah, but then my neighborhood has them. Yeah. And you're like, wait, how did this go on? Because like on Fourth of July this year, I just drove up the hill and just looked down. And you're like, how many millions of dollars in fireworks am I watching just right there, just for a moment? Well, you saw the the LA's finest recently. It was about a year ago. They found an illegal cachet of fireworks i don't even like doesn't really make sense i guess this guy had a shitload of fireworks was selling them without a business if he had a business license so his business was illegal the fireworks yeah if he was paying taxes to the uncle sam he wouldn't give a shit what if they were getting some of his money it's so funny that he's celebrating uncle sam but also not 
paying in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's well, the irony. They, yeah, yeah. This guy now he's just let's fucking blow some shit up. The 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 great part is is the LAPD got the bomb squad in. Mm-hmm. They gathered this whole cachet of fireworks, put it inside the mobile. It's like a detonation unit. It's like mm-hmm. you know they put it inside this like kind of looks like um like a Mack truck type thing. They put it inside there, or like a party bus, kind of looked like that, but with like metal. I stuck it in there, and they're like, yeah, we should be able to blow this up, no problem. And right there, and they in the streets of like downtown LA, just like parked on a fucking meter. And, dude, they blow it up. The van couldn't contain it. Of course not. It, it was like, it wasn't like a little Haven't I heard grenade. of Oklahoma City? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bro, these, it's not like the van was fine after that. Yeah, they were like, these things can, this thing can withstand a hand grenade. It was like, dude, this is a lot more than a hand grenade. Yeah. And boom, dude, it blew up. It shattered windows for blocks and blocks. Yeah, could you fill that whole thing up with hand grenades? Come on. No. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, the point. Yeah, yeah, no. That's just one big napalm. Yeah. That van went into a million pieces all over the boom. Okay, wait, so why wouldn't they just donate it to people who already know how to do that safely? Yeah, send it to Alabama, dude. I was thinking the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Hollywood Bowl. If they, they were probably like, wouldn't use this guy's. Like, <sighs> legally, they might not trust this guy's fucking... Well, who's, I mean, like, give them to their pyrotechnic people and be yeah. like, is there any way you guys could throw extra fireworks in with other people's? Yeah. Or go to the desert. Yeah, the desert would be cool. And be like, maybe you could practice. The best Burning Man of all time? Yeah, do something. A fireworks show uh, by the city of LAPD. That's what I'm saying. And the, you can donate. We should our- be allowed to go to, out to the beach. And like they're just like, oh, we're going to light all these off if you guys want to come check it out. Yeah. We're closing down the pier. the LAPD and donate to them or something like. Mm-hmm. They could have done something cool with it. They're going to have kids here, some hot dogs, some fucking snow cones. What if they put on a boat and then we all watch the boat sink? <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna just drink and we'll stand a grenade. Fucking <laughs> 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 guy. Boom. Dude, people in there were probably like, oh shit, like, yeah. China's finally coming for us. Because <laughs> even if you're wearing all your police stuff, if a tire's coming at you, you're still scared. Oh, you're smoked. Dude, I just saw a dude yeah. get smoked by a tire. You saw it? Uh, it was a video. Okay. Yeah, dude, it was that would like ruin my Final whole destination day. shit. They were like like putting up a guy's mm-hmm. head was right next to a tire, and the tire exploded on a work truck. And dude, he yeah was just immediately like boom night. I was like, oh, it's crazy. And then that guy's like, I wish I was on New Faces. I- yeah, he's <laughs> like, I didn't get a chance to go to JFL. <laughs> I never got to see what a firework looked like. <laughs> I did comedy for all this time and for what? Nothing. Alex Phillips. So, there you go. If you like him, look him up. Alex Phillips, uh, instead of an S at the name, he puts a Z on his Instagram. So you can find him. He's one of the most laid-back, cool, stable uh, comics I met my entire time doing comedy. I met him immediately. And when you start to do comedy, you always there's always people that look like male models that are just sort of hanging out. And they come and they go, and they don't really stay. And not Alex. He's been there consistently the entire time. Worked hard. 
Watched him get super funny. I mean, he was always funny, but I watched him get super funny. In fact, I remember there was once, I don't remember the joke, he would. I was in the belly room of the comedy store. Alex was hosting the show. And he didn't know that Dave Chappelle was in the back of the room. And Alex said a joke about milk. And uh, then Dave went up and was just like, I don't think you guys realize how funny that last young man was. You guys laughed, but you didn't realize how funny. He's like, he's looking at things in a different way and things that we all hold. Like milk, that he made a joke about milk that we all could have sat there and thought about. Nobody took the time to except for him. And it's that kind of mentality that's going to make him rise to the top. And uh, like much of I said, the cream rises to the top. And he's kept rising. But it was, you know, Alex is a great guy. And every time I see him, it's always a good time. Always cool. Check him out more. Next week, I have a friend. Another friend I've known for like a decade. Kip Hart. Kip is, I met him before I did comedy. Uh, when I started becoming a Disney adult, he worked one of the rides at Disneyland and found out he was a comic. I was dating a girl named Maggie at the time and she had just stopped working at Disneyland so she knew the, the cast members. It's not like this just was happenstance. And so she was like, you got to meet Kip. He does stand-up. You want to do stand-up. And so, so we, uh, we met we've been friends ever since. It was fast and easy, and it was a great friendship, and we talk about it. And actually, I did not even realize, when we did the interview, it was the day before his last day working at Disneyland. He was, he's been there for, I think he's, he says on the podcast, I think he said it was 15 years. So, Kip is coming up next week. Also a great interview. Guys, if you, you know the rules. If you like me, you can follow me at Aaron M. Marsh. You can send Venmos. That's always fun. I know it's not like the Star Wars one where Andy asked for it and then we got a bunch of weird Venmos. Uh, he got super excited. But, hey, I still appreciate it all the same. So, as always, thank you for listening and thank you for putting up with me. Mm-hmm.